right. Welcome to our very first episode of We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars <laughs> podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. And I'm cackling. Cackling. Because we were never going to do this show. We were never going to do this show. This uh, podcast has been a secret for some time. This episode is now a surprise to all y'all, but you know, now you're listening, so it's not a surprise anymore. Uh, this is a podcast that I, hands down, if you're an OG TV listener, you know I was never watching this show. <laughs> <laughs> and I told Mar- Michelle she was never had to watch this show either. Uh, it's Pretty Little Liars, obviously. And it was on in 2010, and I was like almost finishing college, definitely older than the demo. <laughs> And my sister and I and my cousin and Ingrid, Ingrid, we all got together. Even my mom, we got together and we watched it each week with each other. And it was really special. It was a fun time in my life because I had like no responsibilities then. Yeah. And I remember (laughs) you guys would all get together. And I just don't know how I missed watching that with you guys. It just, I don't know. Because you guys, it was... It was kind of something, I'm not sure if my my sister might have read the first book. Okay. She might have. Um, And it's kind of spiraled from there, kind of like Gossip Girl. My sister read the first book and then we were like, oh, we should watch Gossip Girl. And speaking of Gossip Girl, like that show had an entity like Gossip Girl. Obviously, her name was Gossip Girl. And in this show, there is also an entity, A, Anonymous. So while we were watching Gossip Girl towards the end, Michelle and I just were like, we want to do a new show. And it kind of had to be something that I have seen before, because it's generally how our podcasts go. And we looked at each other and we we're like, this is it. This is it. We wanted to just completely <laughs> like immerse ourselves in a fantasy world, another fantasy world. And here we are. And after seven seasons... And countless message boards and fandoms, I said to myself, I'm never putting myself through this again. (laughs) And we are here. So hence the title, We Are Liars. Also, so many of our friends throughout the years have said to us, can you please do Pretty Little Liars? So many of our personal friends and then listeners were like, we're begging you, please, please do it. And Ingrid and I remember like side-eyeing each other like, that's never going to fucking happen. It's never going to happen. And then me, who's never seen it, I was like, they told me they're never putting me through that torture. (laughs) Yeah. But we realized, you know, gossip want to be tortured. Let's be tortured. Let's shit talk. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? I truly am excited. Me too. Because it's been, a, I've seen the first few seasons probably about three times around. Because back in the day, well, back in the day, in 2010, I was the one on the message board. I mean, I didn't type, but I would be researching endless day and night at work, at my work computer, like, who is A all the time? I was obsessed. And it was like, really the first time in my life that I had an obsession mm. over a television show. And I think this show really changed the game for ABC Family because, uh, I mean, in the name ABC Family, the show kind of started freeform, I think. And it just built upon that because there's a little bit more adult stuff going on. So yeah. for me, I was like, oh, okay, that's great. And watching it in my early 20s, made me feel better because Lucy and Ashley are both my age. Troyan is actually Randy's age. And uh, Spencer. 
Oh. And Emily, played by Shay, is your age. So, like, they all played early, uh, they all played teens in their early to mid 20s at this point. So it makes me feel good that I'm like, I was watching it, but I was kind of being the same age as the girls that were on the show. Well, that's usually the case. I feel like any, well, actually, I guess not. I'm Mm. thinking about like when I first watched the OC, I was actually 15, 16 and those actors were But they were older. I see what you're saying. I was going to say though, I appreciate how how young everyone looks. They do. They They, really do look like high schoolers. High schoolers. I appreciate that. And their parents look like young parents. They do. Yeah. You know, probably... (laughs) A little bit older than us. Oh, no. You're right. <laughs> no, they're a little bit older than us. Probably 35. Yeah. Um. So, Michelle, I don't know if you'd like to tell everyone, since this is a new podcast, maybe you're just finding us, maybe something a little bit about us, what we do here. Would you like to, to spill the beans? About our Total Betty Yeah, about Total Network? Betty. Yeah. So, this is super exciting. This is our fifth our show. Fifth podcast. So, if you're tuning in, thank you so much for joining us for this Pretty Little Liars journey. Uh, but yes, we have been doing this since 2016. We started with Tree Hill Talk, went on to Let's Talk OC, just wrapped on Three Gossip Girls, and we're still doing Talk in Texas forever. Ah, Our Friday Night Lights. So many babies. Babies. So this is super exciting. And how it works here is there's two of us, and one of us is always the newbie. Yeah. So I will be the newbie. I have never seen Pretty Liars. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. She didn't even know any, like anyone's character. No. She just goes, I know Shay Mitchell's in it, and that's about it. And that's it. And then... When Lucy Hale appeared, I was like, oh, yes. And then the name Ezra, because I've seen just the name Ezra. That was it. And I was like, oh, because I said it. I was like, Ezra. Like, Ezra, I like that name. I love that name. But that is, oh, and also it's filmed in Warner Brothers' back lot. Right. We're a big Gilmore girl right. stands here. So. so, and I remember when I went on the Warner Brothers tour in 2015, and I was like, oh my gosh, I would love to see like Lorelai's house and Luke's mm-hmm. diner. And they're like, oh, they're actually filming Pretty Little Liars. So yeah. it's Rosewood. It's Rosewood. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. But I'm still going to take a picture. So I have a picture of uh, Luke's diner, but as this the bar. Applewood, Applewood Grill. Okay. Yeah. So I have that picture. That's awesome. And then I have Lorelai's house, but it's. That's uh, now Spencer's porch. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Emily's porch. Okay. I think. Yeah. I have it in trivia, so we'll do that. Yeah. So. Anyway, that's all I know about Pretty Little Liars. And I know that you always said, I'll never watch this. And the shit talk that behind all this and the frustration. its It was the frustration. It was the frustration of things being drawn out. Yeah. Drawn out, drawn out. And what I do like about this show, um, there is a lot of flashbacks. So just because Allison is dead, we yeah. see her a lot in the flashbacks. Like we we sum up and kind of just, oops, sorry, like, you know, sum, sum up things that have happened. She's a character. Present. She's a character. She's a big character in the show. Yeah. So that's how it works here. I will make predictions and we will sum up the episode for you week by week. I, all I have to say, and this is what I was thinking when we were watching. Do we get an answer? Do we get an answer of what? What would you like to know an answer That's of? That's true. That was a very vague There's question. There's a lot of part. things that we've introduced to you today. So what would you like to be answered? Is Allison dead? Do we figure out her murder? Yes, we do. Okay. Do we figure out who A is? Yes, we do. Okay, great. Yeah. Then I'm fine. Because <laughs> a huge thing in Gossip Girl is like figure out who Gossip Girl was, right? right. And I got such Gossip Girl vibes from this. Oh, I read awesome. all of those texts in Kristen Bell's voice. Same. So oh, Spencer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh okay, so I'm happy then. Yeah, then we, no, we have figured um, that out. We have a lot of the big things that happen, there are lots of answers. There are small things down the line that happen that I think the fans got frustrated with because 
kind of like every other show, like, well, just forget about that because we don't come back to it. So it was either having to do with the big, the big who is a who killed Allie. Um, are they the same? Are they interchangeable? We don't know. Right. So it could be two separate entities. And just because like the, us figuring that out, there were things that they brought into it that weren't relevant that yeah. pissed everyone off because they were like, well, if this is a red herring, then why do we have to do it? You know? Gotcha. So again, like first, first three, four seasons that bless my memory. I don't have a good one at this point. It was a really long time ago that I rewatched this show. Um, we're really good. Much like Riverdale, you know, how Riverdale started out really strong and there's that mystery aspect and each season you kind of figure things out Um, after about season five. And again, I don't really remember when this transition happens, but like there are things that happen and then we kind of just like skate on into like the next couple of seasons and it's like it just was dragged out. I'll say that. Um, But yeah, we will get answers. We will get some question marks. Yeah. Each week you'll have plenty of questions. No, that's great. That's all I wanted to know because I could see myself getting frustrated. And then also, yes. I think this is one of those shows that's going to be super hard to watch week by week. I know you're going to want to watch another. I know because I'm dying to watch what comes next. Like I all I want to do is figure this out. So great pilot. Right. Great it's pilot. a great pilot. Okay. So that's why I wanted to open with what were your thoughts on the pilot? What were your first takeaways? What did you like about it? Are there things you didn't like about it? Honestly, I think it's a great pilot. I think it was well paced. Yeah. I feel like they gave you a lot, but also not too much where you can't absorb. Mm -hmm. I feel like I already know the characters' names and I get all their vibes. Yes. You got what makes them tick already. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And we're getting, we're trying, we get the understanding of what's happening, what we're looking for. I mean, it sucks you right in. What is happening? Mm -hmm. And then I just kept thinking, like, Allison and A, like you said, they're interchangeable. And I'm like, is she alive? Is she not? This wasn't an open casket. So, True, yeah. true. I think it was a great pilot. It's it really hooks you. Yeah, it, it really it brings does. you in. And I feel like this first season, and definitely into into the season two, you're like at the edge of your seat. Not every week, but to get to that, maybe like I think it's like season two finale. It's really really good. So we'll see. We have a while for that. There's like twenty something episodes. It's been a while since we've done a twenty something episode show. I mean, we did when we did Gossip Girl. The last couple of seasons were a little bit shorter, and Friday Night Lights. Right now, we're in the writer strike portion, so those episodes are those seasons are really short. So it's gonna feel like a long journey. The other thing too. So we're recording this in August. You guys won't hear this until September, right? And some even October. Right. Sorry. <laughs> right. But the reason we did this is we are attending a convention that we will talk about and there have Pretty Little Liars cast attending. Yes. So this was Lista's way of being like, Michelle gets a little taste. Yeah, just a little taste. I wanted her to be familiar with, oh, that's that character's name. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let's get into it. So this is Pretty Little Liars season one, episode one, titled Pilot, obviously. Okay. Original air date was June 8th, 2010, written by I. Marlene King, directed by Leslie Linka Glider. Glider? Glider. One year after the mysterious disappearance of Allison De Laurentiis, her friends believe their secrets are safe forever, but the truth may only be one text away. It's a good, it's a good hook and sinker. It's real cute. Yeah. So this show is about four, technically five girls, in Rosewood, Pennsylvania, it's a story about them and their families and obviously the secrets that they hold. So a year ago, Allison De Laurentiis, played by Sasha Petersa, went missing after our girls had a sleepover in Spencer's barn. Apparently someone heard her scream. Spencer heard her scream. Yes. Okay. 
Uh, we're to assume Allie was the it girl of Rosewood and people equally feared her and loved her and hence why these girls kind of like gravitated towards her because I feel as though she is everything they want to be. Like a piece of them is they want to be like her and she's very, very powerful and very persuasive and um, not liked. You're like, she's feared she's feared in the town. I don't think really anyone loves her. You were know? these girls all best friends or were they more like a minion queen situation? It was more... So uh, they all kind of became friends because of Allie, and we'll get into that much later in the season and series. But um, and because of Allie, they all stayed close, and they so they were interchangeable. Like you know, Hannah and Emily would hang out, or Arya and Spencer would yeah, hang yeah, out. Yeah. You know, um, but Allie was kind of like the ringleader, and she would be like, "Let's do this tomorrow night. You can't wear that. Don't eat that. Um, you know, whatever I say goes." And people did not like that, but the girls loved a part of her that other people couldn't see. And so they did have a friendship and a bond and they all did have this bond. However, because Allie has disappeared and Arya went away to Iceland, the girls don't really have a relationship anymore. None of them kept in touch. Now, Arya left because of what her father did. Her dad was on a sabbatical. Yeah. He's a teacher. Yeah. At Hollis College. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where Ezra Fitz went yes. and many other people will go because it's like the college in town got it so he was on a sabbatical and uh it's kind of alluded to he went on the sabbatical because he needed to get out of the town because he has a secret <laughs> which we know the secret <laughs> which we find out the secret is that he did in fact cheat on aria's mom ella played by queen holly marie combs piper now do we know who he cheated with you will meet her. And you actually have already met her in our other shows. Oh. One other so show. Fun. One other show? Yeah. Is she someone's mother? No. Okay. She's younger. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. I could tell you who it is, but it wouldn't be fun. No, no, You'll no, just no, see no. it. You know? No, let me wait to see it. I'll just tell you she was on One Tree Hill. Okay. Who wasn't on One Tree Hill? Right. Okay, so we'll start. The, sh the, so the show really starts a year after Allie has disappeared. Arya has come back into town. We meet Arya Montgomery, played by Lucy Hale, and her family. So what are your impressions on the Montgomerys, on Arya, on Ella, Byron, and Mike? Yeah, Arya's adorable. So but Lucy, that's just Lucy Hale, right? Everything she does, she's so great. Mom seems great. It's hard to get a grasp on these parents, but dad had an affair, keeping that a secret. Mom doesn't know. But like mom has like a little bit of suspicion. She kept questioning. I think like, she does. Why are you so happy to be back here? Are you afraid of us drifting apart? And then the brother, will he just be like in and out comic relief? He's not even comic relief. Actually, you'll meet him in Teen Wolf if you haven't already. Oh, maybe I already <laughs> have met him. He's, um, what's his name? I have it here. The dad is Byron. Cody Allen Christensen. And he's also an All-American, I oh, think. Oh, I did watch yes. that. He's yes. Looks, he looks way different now. He's like a glow up, like a grown up person. Yes. Yes. Oh, Very my. handsome. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I know him from All-American. But uh, the dad's name is Byron? His name is Byron. The mom's name is Ella. Yeah. And okay. Mike is the brother. Got it. Right. Um. So the whole family, I feel like she definitely has to know her kids vibe. Like Aria is definitely not the same Aria she was with her father. I'm sure a year ago. So she probably has an inkling like what, what is going on here? And also Byron is not a very good 
liar. I mean, to me, he seems like there's something going on with him. And she knows that. Yeah. And there also just keeps making references about how Arya had the pink stripe in her hair and was rocking maybe a darker side. Yeah. Which really isn't that dark. It's just pink it's no, no, it's, not, it's, and it's not dark at all. Funny how that made her like goth and dark. Yes. Yeah. Today, that's. <laughs> it's just normal. Yeah, it's fine. Everything is normal. And you, she's. Right. Her parents allowed her to express herself. Well, that has been said a couple of times in this episode. She had a lot of self-expression, as you should as a teenager. And she's not property, as Emily told her oh, mom. Oh, Emily's got loads to say. All right. So we do see a flashback of Arya and Allie seeing Byron and Mystery Woman kissing, having an affair in the car. I guess, I don't know if this was like directly the summer right before they have left or like very shortly before or after. Um so we know that Arya is holding the secret because she does eventually call, you know, call her dad out on it, which we'll get to in um, another flashback. Because again, like they'll keep re- re- reiterating, reflashback, reflashbacking, flashbacking to things. So Arya is obviously upset with her father. He keeps saying, "Oh, it's a one-time mistake. I won't do it again." Bringing myself back to Hollis in this world is like stirring up some old stuff for me. He even like shows that to Ella like I, I I'm a little afraid of being back here because I didn't want it to ruin the family dynamic we had in Iceland because obviously they were isolated and they were able to really bond as a family and so Ella is a little sus of that yeah as she should be um so it is the beginning of the school year and Mike and Arya are getting reacquainted at Rosewood High I guess he is he a freshman because she's gonna be she'll be in her junior year I think he might be a freshman don't quote me. I will. We'll get to it. I'm sure. Um, so Aria offers to take Mike to his lacrosse practice. Right. Mm-hmm. And while she's there, she says, I, you know, I have some time to kill. I'll go and get a bite to eat. And here we meet Ezra. Ezra Fitz at the Applewood Grill. I'm sorry. Apple Rose Grill. And the two hit it off. They have some similar interest in music and writing in English and he says that he just graduated he's going to start teaching and she's like oh I would love to have majored in English you know down the line (laughs) doesn't really mention that part but I would love to you know I'm thinking about majoring in English and the next scene we have them making out in the in the bathroom PG stuff I mean this is ABC family it is PG but it also is ick it's the ick and we're doing this it's the ick we're doing it and I told Michelle when this show was having their promos I feel like that was like the first one of the first scenes they show in this in it like oh shit when he like looks up he's like oh my god and she's like like oh shit it's you we could (laughs) have left that out that's not like the real I mean I don't know what happens but there's so much other in this show in this episode that could have drawn you in and we did not need yeah I think it was kind of and I should go back and watch the trailer maybe we can like post it on Patreon but I think there's obviously other stuff in it but I remember vividly that part being in there because it was scandalous. And then, yeah. I mean, obviously still is to this day. And Michelle and I were saying, very typical for a teen drama. <laughs> Extremely typical. We've done it in pretty much every single show we've watched. Yep. Yeah. But the joke's on them. Because Arya goes to her first day in English class. Emily says, haha, we have a new hot English teacher. And in walks Mr. Fitz, a.k.a. Ezra. And they're both like, oh, crap. Yeah. It's icky. I don't ship this. Yeah. I, I mean, right. I know it's so early. It's so, so early. But I'm going to say that right now. We're, it's icky because, again, she's 16. Yeah. He is 
at least 21, 22. If she was a senior, maybe. Right. If she was 17. I don't know. But even so, it's still really bad. Mm-mm. We never are for this. No, I know. We- I don't. Is there anyone? Is there any show and any characters that you guys have like shipped that it was like teacher student? Please let us know. Because yeah. I don't think we've ever shipped any of them. I'm trying to think like in terms of age, like on One Tree Hill, Brooke and her teacher, he was young. And he then on young. and then in the OC with Taylor and the Dean, Dean Hess, oh, there yeah. was a there was a bigger that age was a big gap. age gap. Either way, it's not good. It's no, not good. It's not good. Yeah. Mm. In class, Aria's phone then goes off and she gets a anonymous text stating maybe he fools around with students all the time a lot of teachers do just ask your dad hey (laughs) so she's shook because she's like wait nobody knows that except for Allie to herself obviously she doesn't say this out loud and then the two of them meet later in private she comes to see him at in the end classroom and She's like, yeah, like, I didn't leave anything. You know, she's like, I kind of left things out, but I didn't lie to you. And he's like, this is inappropriate. We got to shut it down. Respect. Respect. And, you know, like, pretty much like, I, we can't do this. And so she is definitely not taking it well. Obviously. Because what 16-year-old who's made out with an adorable, smart, cool dude would take that well. An older dude. An older dude. And now it's like wrong. And so now you it's just wrong, so it's so right. It, right. You want it even more. Oh, exactly. The next day is unfortunately uh, the funeral and the two do meet up in private again. And our, uh, Ezra says to Arya, like, I'm sorry if this was your friend. And Arya is obviously having a not so great day. And then on top of that, he's not, basically she's saying like you don't want to be with me why would you care like she's really mean about it yeah she's upset obviously and they kind of say like goodbye and then he pulls her in for another kiss because he guess he can't help himself they start making out in the church in the church right it's a church yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. ick <laughs> it's thick <laughs> okay let's talk about emily fields played by the beautiful Shay Mitchell. Mm-hmm. First thoughts on Emily. She's cute. She's she a sweetie seems girl. Reserved. Yes. Uh, we see her. You know, you'll get into mm-hmm. her and how she feels about just being corrupted by Maya, and obviously she's got some secrets <laughs> she, of her own. They all have secrets, right? She's but got some stuff. She's got some stuff she's hiding, and an interesting dynamic with her mom. Mm. Her mom seems a little protective, controlling, conservative. Extremely. Yeah. So definitely understood what was happening there. Yes. Uh, so the dynamic between mom and daughter, obviously, is very apparent. Yeah. And you can understand why Emily is the way that she is. But she and Arya do rekindle their friendship. They're the first two to kind of get back together. And Emily fills her in. Like, us girls have not been hanging out ever since Allie's disappearance and ever since you left. And then we get to, uh, I guess, like before dinner time at the fields. And this is when we meet um, Pam, played by Nia Peels. Peoples, sorry, who is amazing. She plays this role so well. I mean, they all do. At, she's a very strict, conservative parent and makes comments about how Arya's parents are yeah. so like liberal and just let her put this pink stripe in her hair like how dare she right. do that what kind of parent does that she was not keen to it and Emily defends it like obviously like 
she she's allowed to do what she wants and she's not in like a prison in her own home and you can tell pam is like oh honey how did excuse me i'm joking on our drink but how did you like her term of like she they don't view their kids as property yeah Mm. and then her what's her mom's name Pam. Pam, okay. And then Pam was saying, I don't view you as property, I, but I'm still your mother. I'm still your mother. I get it. She's very, um, she's been obviously very controlling mm-hmm. and very overbearing and um, just she doesn't, um, she doesn't see, agree. She, yeah, she doesn't agree. She doesn't see any need for any kind of self-expression, right. unfortunately. And Emily's kind of in desperate need of some self-expression. So she tells Emily, take this welcome basket over to the St. Germains who have now moved into what we know as Allie's house. And she does go over there and Maya welcomes her, played by Bianca Lawson, who literally is a vampire or a wolf or whatever, because she does not age. No, she does not From age. day one to even present, she looks exactly the same. It's amazing. She could play a high school student forever like and she has like forever yeah you go girl <laughs> um she's like unapologetic unapologetically herself yeah and emily's like i like that i like that they are free-spirited and she comes and she's smoking with her and this is obviously like emily's first time smoking weed and she's like uh i want to do it because it's new and exciting and obviously maya is new and exciting and they do talk about like oh they both have boyfriends and emily's boyfriend's on the swim team like emily i did not catch that yes and Maya's boyfriend apparently lives like 300,000, like 3,000 miles away or something. Right. But I also found it strange that Maya had no idea about Allison. Agreed. Because Emily's kind of having to fill her in on it. Yeah. And we even see close-ups of the newspaper because it's been a year later. Yes, exactly a year. So, and does Maya have parents? She does have parents. They were out. Yeah, clearly. Like she was handling the move-in and her parents weren't there. Right. But yeah, to not know about the house you bought of it's the strange. girl who went missing. Right. And you would think the realtor that, would have said right, that. Who would have said that? Unless like maybe her parents is parents are keeping it from her, but maybe. it would be just weird that she didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. But Emily is having a hard time seeing um, uh, Allie's old stuff being thrown out on the front yard and being thrown into like pickup trucks and Emily uh um, Maya is supportive, but she's like ultimately like I didn't I don't know anything about her, and so Emily kind of has to fill her in like oh we were all friends and she went missing yeah very sad so the next and then they're like parting ways <laughs> I couldn't skip over this part they're parting ways and they have a friendship kiss if you know you know yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> a, a sort of friendship kiss like I it was like on the cheeks. But very close no, to the lips, we went like into- Maya was going to go for, for it. And Emily was like, oh, I didn't know we were doing that. Right. There's a vibe there. She caught feels. She caught the feels. Which Absolutely. is good. I'm excited to see where this goes. Me too. They're walking to school the next day. And this is when uh, Emily sees all of the tributes for Allison being thrown into the dumpsters. They get to school. Uh, it looks like Emily is coming back from swim practice. And she's in the locker room. And at that point, she opens her locker. And we find a handwritten note now. Not a text message. A handwritten note stating, Hey, Em, I've been replaced. You found another friend to kiss. Yeah. So, Whoa. and if you didn't catch it, I don't think you did. In the first, very first scene, the girls are talking about Beyonce. Yes. And Emily says, oh my God, I listened to it over and over again. And uh, Allie makes a comment like, of course she did. 
kind of like, oh, of course, or like, so, I forget exactly what the quote was, but something about like Beyonce and like, lo- like longing for her. And Allie's like, well, honey, of course you did. Yeah. Like she knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's Emily. Okay. We'll go on to Hannah Marin. I love Hannah. Yeah. You kept saying throughout this whole episode how much you love Hannah. <laughs> I think at the end of it, Hannah was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'll see why, but uh, played by Ashley Benson, who plays a stuck up bitch so well. Yeah. First thoughts. I, I mean, <laughs> she's a stuck up bitch. <laughs> no, I found her entertaining. Yeah. I'm very she's, curious to I see. find her to have a lot of comic relief. But I also, you understand her and why she is the way she is. And I'm curious to learn more, like, what's going on at home? Mm-hmm. Who is your mother? Mm-hmm. Your mother's doing some things, Miss Laura Layton. She is doing Love some things. Her, Another queen. All of, the, all of the moms are queens. Amazing. Yeah. So as Emily is explaining to Aria, Hannah has taken over the queen bee role from Allie since she's went missing. And Mona has also had a glow, glow up. So the two of them are like ruling the school now, which is so awesome. Um, they allude to Hannah having weight issues. Yeah. I don't uh, love that. We'll go back to it. I know. Yeah. It's not uh, It's not good. <laughs> right. And uh, we'll certainly go back to that a lot on, on this show. But it, it, I think Hannah and Mona have been friends for like since elementary school. And Hannah has always kind of looked up to Allie and then kind of became her. And so in subsequent, then Mona became like the new Hannah. <laughs> like Got Hannah it. is now. They both have, they had makeovers. And so like, Aria doesn't even, she's like, oh my God, that's Hannah, that's Mona. She doesn't even recognize them. So Hannah and Mona are shopping while well, they're actually <laughs> shoplifting sunglasses and scarves and they think they got away with it. But then later on, Hannah gets knocked the door and the the detective and another cop are there to arrest Hannah at 16. They're going to arrest her for stealing some sunglasses when she... I mean, we know she did it, but she literally just walked out with them on her face. It wasn't like she put them in her bag. Like she was like, no, I'm owning it and I'm walking out with it on my face. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I've never stolen anything and gotten caught for it. And, and do they come back to your house? It's a small town. Right. So that's probably why. Right. But to show, it just seems so extreme. So extreme. They were Prada $350 mm-hmm. sunglasses. So I can right. understand that. Did they get Mona for the scarf? Right. Maybe not. Unclear. Yeah. Unclear. So she heads down to the station. She's about to take a snack, a little Skittle M&M situation, some sort of candy. And she gets a text from Anonymous. Be careful, Hannah. I hear prison food makes you fat. Eh. (laughs) (laughs) We then meet uh, Hannah's amazing mom, Laura Layton. Uh, Her name is Ashley. And she's at the station signing out Hannah. Detective Darren Wilden is there. He is also very interested in Hannah's mom, Ashley, because why wouldn't you be? She's a smoke show. And he closes the door. She comes out. She tells Hannah she's gotten taken care of. So what did you think about that? Yeah. (laughs) Mom is taking care of business. Mm -hmm. Is she the same? Wait, wait. Is he Wilden's? The same detective that is on the girl on Allie's case too. Okay, so this is who she hooked up with. Yes, the same guy. Same guy. I'm getting like a little Julie Cooper vibes from her, mm-hmm. which I love. Mm-hmm. And actually, not- I've never made that comparison, but absolutely. Yeah, and I won't I promise I will keep it. I won't <laughs> compare to our other shows. It's just like this is the teen drama world, right? Yeah. So here we are. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, no, I I'm very excited to see this mom and I want to learn what happened to the dad. The dad left. The dad left, up and left. Um 
because Ashley said it was something that, you know, she couldn't control. He obviously either didn't love her anymore or whatever. And Hannah's obviously taking that very hard because she feels it's personal. Like he left both of us. And there's no other siblings. No. Just no other siblings. Her and Ashley. So, yeah. So Hannah is an only child, as is Emily. Yeah. And then the other two have this one sibling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, and Ashley does say to Hannah, too, you know, this town judges and we can't be talked about. It's, uh, it's very apparent who she is as a mother. Mm-hmm. It's all about the facade, right? Mm-hmm. Keeping and up appearances. Keeping up appearances and also makes so much sense as to why Hannah is the way she yeah. is. Yeah. And she says, like, I have so much money. I can pi- I pi- buy all that stuff to make you popular. And Hannah's like, it's not about that. And she's like, oh, this is about your father trying to get your father's attention. Really sad. Really mm-hmm. sad. Um, and so she ends up having to hook up with douchey detective to keep him quiet and keep Hannah's name out of everyone's mouths and no charges. So um, she does anything to get her daughter in line and for anyone, not, and you know, no one to think anything badly. Yeah, about but them. also this detective is shady. Yeah, for sure he's so shady. So shady. He's for sure shady. Ugh, yeah. just gets more and more shady. Mm. Lastly, we have Spencer Hastings played by Troy and Belisario. She is like the scholar of our girls. What'd you think? Yeah, I got the little more uptight. Very. Vibe from her. <laughs> at first, when we had the opening scene and they're at their sleepover and then there's the scream. We didn't hear the scream. No, we don't hear the scream. There's a scream and then Spencer appears and she's like, she was so serious. And I was like, who the fuck is Argyle sweater? Like, Something's up with her. She's like, what's who's this Argyle girl? I know. I was like, who's Argyle girl? Like, I don't understand. I'm like, she's in the group. It's yeah. Spencer. She just seems so, so serious. But she that was is. Spencer's barn. Yes. Like you said, okay, I didn't put that together. Right. And Spencer's supposed to get that barn. The barn that Spencer has been working on renovating and decorating for her to move in for her junior year. However, her sister, Melissa, and her new fiance, Ren, are actually going to be staying in there because Melissa obviously gets what she wants. That's Melissa's fiance. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 Wowza. Ren. Mm. I don't like it. Do not like it at all. I There's lots of things that are the ick. Lots well, of also, ick. it seems like Spencer, who seems like the scholar and uptight, has a little bit of a history. She's got a little, little demon. With, with <laughs> Melissa's bows. Right. Does she, have a, does she have a boyfriend, Spencer? Spencer currently does not have a boyfriend. Okay. So she's just very much like school driven, whatever it is to make her parents proud, like a very big overachiever because it's very obvious. Like there's so much psychology of this that I didn't realize, obviously watching it the first time around. But yeah. like, look at who her sister is. She has to always has always had to compete with her. Yeah. And Melissa always gets what she wants. And Spencer never gets what she wants. She has to work really hard for it. So because of that, Melissa's saying well spencer you'll you know just get over it and ren is kind of nice he's like well i it seems as though spencer wanted this barn and melissa's like again she'll get over it and then we see ren smoking a cigarette and spencer's like haha aren't you supposed to be a med student he's like oh well don't tell your sister she doesn't know flirty banter she's wearing her sexy top yeah a little halter top because you know it's the dinner time and she wants to make a statement it's very clear that she Wants the attention because Melissa always gets the attention. And then later the next day, she's sore from field hockey practice. She's in her bathing suit. We got to have a little massage time. 
No. 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 <laughs> and the fact that he comes in from the hot tub, so he's already in his bathing suit. He's like glistened from the water. It's so and disgusting. And she's just hanging out in her bikini in the And he's like, kitchen. do you have a towel I could use? And it's like obviously taking it off of her. Yes. So that she can show that she's in a bathing suit. And it's just disgusting. And he goes over and massages her. It's so in is be I mean, obviously, it's beyond inappropriate. Yeah, beyond inappropriate. But it sets up. It sets up so much. And also, then we get this email. Now, another form of communication from anonymous to Spencer, stating, "Oh, poor Spencer, always wants Melissa's boyfriends. But remember, if you kiss, I tell." So then we have a flashback of all the girls hanging out, Hannah with the cookie, living her best life, except Allie's like, don't eat that, honey. You shouldn't eat it. It's really bad. Really bad. Really bad. And then Melissa comes in with her then boyfriend, Ian, and it's very apparent that Spencer has definitely feelings for him. And Allie says, well, you should just tell her. You should just tell your sister what happened. And she's like, shut up. And they go outside and it's revealed that Spencer and Ian have shared a kiss. So what first boyfriend and now, well, you know, things are happening with the fiance. So it seems that these girls have shared all their secrets with Allie. Just with Allie, but not with each other. Basically. The only thing that they all know about is Jenna. the Jenna thing. Which don't worry, we'll get to the Jenna thing. This blind girl. I love Tamman. Yeah, this is really great. Okay. So um, before the Jenna thing, we have to just unfortunately sum up the scene of all the cops rushing to Maya's house, which was then Allie's house. They have ID'd Allie's body. And on the news, reporters state that the summer before Allie went missing, the gazebo in the backyard was under construction. It's apparently where Allie's body was. And they hold a funeral for Allie the next day. The whole town basically gathers to honor her. And all of the liars at this point are like, wait, you've been getting text messages too, right? Like we've been all been getting messages from A. Like could Allie really be alive? And then Spencer does have that moment too where she sees the blonde in the house next door. Yes. Which I'm pretty sure is Jenna's house. We don't confirm it yet, but I'm really? 99% positive that's Jenna's house. I just got chills. <laughs> oh, my question for you, when you watched this, I mean, you know everything, so it's hard for you probably to think this way. Did you think Allie was dead? No. No. And were you wondering, like, like the I whole show, you don't think Allie is dead. Right. And like all the wheels are turning of like, who set this up of like, who ID'd this body and why was there no open casket? And the parents must be in on it. Like, mm. right. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Funny. It's a f- right, 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 right. But th- that's why it's like every episode you're like, damn it, just, just give me a little bit more. A little just something. Just a tiny bit. Yeah. So the girls all decide, wait, could Allie really be alive? We don't know. And again, it's, it's a closed casket. So we don't know for sure. And in walks Jenna Marshall and her stepbrother toby which is not even played by the same actor later on so don't even forget about it (laughs) okay and also you said spencer's parents changed spencer's parents changed i when i saw that i'm like oh that's definitely not her parents and someone else changes who was oh ali's mom ali's mom changes too lots of people change oh okay well i mean that happens with (laughs) pilots absolutely happens with pilots so they're shocked to see jenna there because the girls are like wait Allie and her did not get along. Even uh, Allie's mom's like, I didn't know they were friends. And Spencer's like, they weren't friends. There's also the Jenna thing. And when you see her, she is very clearly blind. 
no pun intended, blind. Right. So it makes you think these girls had something to do, do with, with her blindness. Right. Or was she just a blind girl? Right. No, they probably just it's, have something to do with right. blind. Yeah. We end the episode with the detective Wilden telling all the girls he'll be watching them very closely because this is not just a missing persons case now. Now it's a murder because I guess they have enough evidence to state that it wasn't obviously accidental or suicide. So they're believing it's a murder. But like murder by what? We don't know yet. We don't know yet. I have In to due s- time. I have to say, when they were talking about the gazebo, I thought the construction of the gazebo fell on her and that's why she died. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, why are we presenting this as a murder? No, she was indeed murdered. So they say. So they say. And so we will get say. to with all the reasoning and yeah, yeah, yeah. everything like that. And then our last, very last scene, when he walks away, all of the girls get a text message and it's from... A, again, anonymous stating, I'm still here, bitches, and I know everything. That was also on the promo. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, that's great. That's (laughs) so, so good. So good. So we end on such a great note. And then we even zoom in to Allie's picture. Yeah. And for some reason, I thought we were going to have like a hand, like a black uh, glove. Do we get Kind of like, oh, eventually we get black gloves. Lots of black gloves. They won't show you the hand. I forgot about this element of the show. There's like. I don't know if it's every episode, but like a lot of episodes end kind of like the whole show happens and then it's like, hmm. And then you can see a hand doing something. Oh, shit. It's very, very fun, but also very frustrating because, again, sometimes it doesn't even have anything to do no. with it. <laughs> no. No. Just giving her that. So good. Yay. It was so ex- I can't believe we're here. Same. It feels like we're in a dreamland. It really does. <laughs> like this doesn't feel real. And then we have to wait so long to watch the next one. I know. Yeah, well, we'll give you a little refresher i know i know i know i might just watch it on my own when we get closer to the second episode yeah that's great so um let's do some trivia we have sasha petersa she literally was 12 years old in this pilot 12 hold on a second who is sally is 12 shut up 12 years old no and i think it's one of those situations where she kind of told them she was older type deal i could be wrong on that Kind of like Mila Kunis type deal. Mm-hmm. 12? Twelve. I mean, that's what twelve years look like now. She's eating her Wheaties. You know what I'm saying? Like she, I did not look at that at twelve. <laughs> you are kidding me? No, I am not. So I'm very much serious. Twelve, and the other girls are in their twenties. Yes. Yes. I know. What? I'm sorry. I cannot <laughs> wrap my head around this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? They all look that I know she does it so well. I'll tell you this. Like when I was 21, 22, I didn't I could not be compared to a 12 year old. And I don't I mean, not that you would because you no. don't look at her and think 12. Right. <laughs> I know. 12? 12. How long? And I don't know if you have this. And maybe or a can, p- pilot to yeah. first episode um, or second episode. Yes. I don't know. I will confirm. Okay. The events in the pilot episode cover the entire first Pretty Little Liars book. Okay. That's kind of like Gossip Girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. While shooting in Vancouver, Ashley Benson, who plays Hannah Marin, suggested the song Secret by the Pierces as the show's theme song. It was later approved due to the fact that most of the cast loved it. Cute. Got a secret. It's cute. cute, cute, cute. It definitely fits. And it's like iconic. Um, filmed filmed in Vancouver in the winter. That's why Lucy's breath was like all over the place. Even though the episode was set in the summer, it, 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 very apparent. So 
pilot shot in Vancouver. Yes. And then, and then I we guess, moved to Warner Brothers. Right. So I guess in this in this first episode, it was all... Yeah, on location. On location. Which is interesting because wasn't Same Gilmore? Same with Gilmore Girls, Vancouver, and then... Yeah. Yeah. I guess they got the rights, then used Warner Brothers yeah, yeah, Studios yeah. after that. Um, even though they're wearing bikinis and buttons. Okay. Uh, Spencer's mom, Victoria Hastings, is played by a different actress. Um, Alex Denisoff, who is actually Allison Hannigan's husband in real life. Okay. He was supposed to play uh, Byron, which is like, he's he kind of looks similar to like, um, oh my God, Rob Lowe. Yeah. He looks similar, but it's funny that Chad, Chad Lowe, Lowe is playing Byron. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, that's like a really good match yeah um pretty little liars as we said uses some sets from gilmore girls the apple rose grill was luke steiner and emily's porch was formerly the gilmore's since then they've also used netflix you season three for love's bakery i did not know that that love's bakery is on the warner brothers lot yeah i did not know that yeah (laughs) uh and i just have some fun facts about the reboot because we will not be watching it but i just thought why don't I educate the listeners on what the reboot of Pretty Little Liars is going to be? Because that was another show I said, I am not watching that show. Original Sin. <laughs> and he, right? Original Sin. Um, it says the official description reads In the dark coming age, horror tinged drama, Pretty Little Liars, Original Sin, we find ourselves miles away from Rosewood, but within the existing Pretty Little Liars universe in a brand new town with a new generation of liars. So I guess it takes place, obviously, after our girls, but yeah. same town, ta- like same world right we had lots of music in this episode by the pierces 303 colby calais ben's brother the fray mozella twirl girls love shoes michael rossback overnight lows aurelia has orchestra measure and rachel Diggs. nice so in most of our podcasts we have either like a counter or um favorite this favorite that i figured we could do um favorite scene but we can try it out what do you think I think that sounds good. It'd be fun. Yeah. Like a little fun. And I figured we could do like one or two quotes that we liked from the episode Mm -hmm. and then our MVP and shittiest. Okay. Sounds good. So, I mean, I think my favorite scene, it's just so iconic to see them all like open the phone at the same time at the end. And they're like, she's like, I'm still here, bitches. And I know everything. Like, it's so iconic. So I think that's going to be my favorite scene. Uh. Upon first watch, I would probably have to go with that as well. Yeah. And also with Jenna walking in. Yes. Jenna too. Like the introduction of Jenna. Yeah. The Jenna thing. The Jenna thing Mm -hmm. has hooked me. Oh, yeah. Because it's the first piece of the puzzle, right? Like it's the first secret that we don't know about yet that the girls know. I cannot believe that actress is 12 years old. <laughs> no, I know. It's, yeah. And it's so funny because like as the show goes on and there are flashbacks and things like she ages, obviously. So like you can tell that she is older, but it's just so funny that in the pilot she was 12 years old. 12 years old. My mind is blown. 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 I know. 12 years old. 12. 12 years old. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Did you have any quotes that you wrote down? I did, because this one works today. Did you download the new Beyonce? So true. So, her so new true. Album. Yeah. Um, I have She's Gone, but she's everywhere, because that is the entire premise of Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, that that was the quote I wrote and down. And then I have Popular in Life and Death, because... Also true. Uh, and 
Arya's like, she would have loved this shit show. Like, she wanted to be the center of the tension all the time, and here she is. Yeah. Um, do you have an MVP in Shittiest? I actually, it's funny, I didn't write it down, but if I could think and marinate a little bit, it's really hard to pick an MVP in Shittiest. Well, Hannah wouldn't be your MVP? Hannah, at this point, would not be my MVP. I think my MVP is going to be Emily. Okay. Because I feel like she is exploring. Yes. And she's trying to find herself, even though her mom is seeming to damper her spirit with that. Um, And she was like, welcomed Aria back with open arms. She's like, oh, here you are. Come be my friend again. So I think I'm gonna pick Emily. That's a really good choice. Um... I like that one. I was going to say Arya just because I feel like we're getting to know her the most. Yes. I feel like first season, it's a very heavy, Arya heavy season. Yeah. So I'll go with her. Okay, cool. And then shittiest. Detective? Yeah. Also, I was going to say Byron. Mm. Byron also shitty. Don't like that. Ezra, you seem like a nice guy, but also... Don't be, you know. Right. I I just, I don't like teacher student things, so. Same. We never do. I know. (laughs) But he's young. She's young. It doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make it bright. Right. Exactly. It's time for a little Betty of the week. Yay! Yay! This is our very first Betty on Pretty Little Liars. We are Liars podcast. They were total, they were total, they were total, they were total. You're a total Betty. And it's very apropos, actually, that it is Mike, <laughs> Magnificent Mike. He was our guest on Talking Texas Forever this week. He is one of our long, long-term pati- patients, patrons, and funny enough, cannot get over the fact that he thinks he has predicted that we're watching Pretty Little Liars. And you're actually right. Here you are, Mike. You get a gold star. Um, you were not the only one to guess it, but you were very adamant and very specific in all your details. He was sending me like layouts of things. It was so funny when we posted the American Girl doll um, memes on our Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. He was like, it's so funny that Michelle, I was, that uh, it has to be Pretty Little Liars because of the dolls. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, the dolls. Isn't that so funny? Because like of the dolls in the show. And I was like, Michelle made those graphics, actually. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. It's just really funny. And I was thinking to myself, like, yeah, it is really funny that there are dolls in Pretty Little Liars. And, uh, you know, but I was also, trying not to give it away, Mike. Like our last one, the last doll meme that capital A was on purpose. On purpose. We have been dropping hints. Little hints and um, some were not happy about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I hope I hope the people Just be on the ride with us, guys. We're here for all of your pleasure. This is an in- this is all entertainment. Yeah, that's right? it. It's just us two gals shit talking this show. That's right. <laughs> so far no shit because it was a really good pilot. Yeah. Um, so what I'm going to do at the end of each episode is give you the title for mm-hmm. the next week and I'm going to give you a secret. I love it. I've got a secret. I've got a secret. I've got a secret. I love it too. <laughs> you need a pen? I need a pen. This is what happens every week, Michelle. Oh, right here. oh great. <laughs> okay, tell me my secret. Okay, so the title for next week, episode two, well, it won't be next week, it'll be October. Hey, y'all. Um, episode two of season one is titled The Jenna Thing. 
<laughs> my secret to be revealed is that Maya and Emily share a bed next week. Oh, I wanted to be like Dream Phone, where like you call and like he only is like he doesn't like pizza and like just. <laughs> oh my god, Dream Phone! <laughs> he, he's wearing a hat. So it just hangs. Good. So I want to play that game. Me too. Actually, my cousin, it? no, my cousin Brittany still had it. And like when we were older, this must have been like five or six years ago. She was like, we put batteries in it and we played and we were reeling. We were having so much fucking fun. It was amazing. It was like, I mean, it was easy. Like once you get the of concept, course. you're like, oh, wait, actually, you could figure out who it is. Like he doesn't wear a hat. He loves sports. Like it was. <laughs> Dream phone. Dream phone. I wanted this segment to be like dream phone. Like please. you just call into like a landline and it's like, please give me a clue. And he's like, I love soccer. <laughs> How generic. He likes pizza. Where's a hat? It plays soccer. Like no representation here. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to play dream phone. Me too. OK, so Maya and Emily share a bed. They share a bed. That's all I'm going to give you. But let's just make some light predicts as you usually do just for what you think either is going to come during this season, what you would like to see for the for this season. Yeah, uh, obviously for this season, I would like and it seems like we'll maybe get more flashbacks. I don't think we're going to learn all about the Jenna thing next week, but I would like to sum up the Jenna mystery this season. I don't expect to learn about a and I don't expect to find out if Allie was actually murdered or not. Okay. It's not happening this I'm season. I'm glad that you... I am. I won't get your hopes up. Yeah, no, you don't happen. have to get my hopes up. I don't think that's happening. I think we'll figure out the Jenna storyline. Okay. Also, I hope to see the girl or the woman that Byron was hooking up with. Yes. And I think Maya and Emily sharing a bed is because of a sleepover situation. Correct. So I'll stop there because I don't want to go off on like a tangent. Okay. What do you think is going to happen with Ezra and Arya? I At think, least in like next episode. Yeah, no, I think they're still going to hook up. They're going to hook up, obviously, on a secret. Yeah. What about Ashley and the douchey detective? Um, I wonder if that stops, but the detective is still going to... Qu- the mm. detective has to question Hannah. Uh, yes, he's going to question, question all, all of, the of them. So I don't know if Ashley will have pull there or if this doesn't even continue. Mm-hmm. And okay. that's just like a one night stand type of thing. Right, right. And then we have Spencer and Sleazy, fiance of Melissa Wren. Oh, right. Yeah, they're going to have a couple of more flirtatious moments. Do you think we will hook up? I think it's going to get to, yes, I do think they're going to hook up. Will Melissa find out? Not right away. Okay. I hope they don't go through with a marriage. I also agree. I hope they don't go through with the marriage. <laughs> doesn't seem like it's going to work out. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, that doesn't seem like a good idea. Um, okay, and also cool. we'll meet the new parents, the recast of parents. Yes, we will meet new parents, yeah. which is great. Um, yeah, so do we want to pick an emoji maybe for this episode? Yeah. What could it, could it, should we do like a cell phone? Should be a cell phone. A cell phone for like, mm-hmm. or maybe just like the letter A, but maybe we could do that like... Maybe down the line, we'll do A. No, send us the A. Send us the A? Send us the A in in Apple Podcast Review. I mean, our show is brand spanking new, so it can only benefit from you leaving a rating and review. If you're excited about this podcast, if you like this first podcast episode, if you're fans of Total Betty, uh, obviously that's Michelle and I, then please consider leaving us a rating and review on iTunes. It helps us out so much. You can also listen on Spotify and tap the 
type of stars. There is no A. There's no A. There's A emoji. There's no A at all. Like there's no letters. I guess that means. Okay. So just send us a cell phone then. <laughs> Each week, Michelle and I have to look up what's the emo- what emojis are actually in our phone. Uh, if our listeners have questions and comments, where can they email you? We are liarspod at gmail.com. That is a confidential email just between you and I. Michelle will not be seeing any of the emails that come through there. So if you have any spoilery talk, obviously, let's talk in there. You can also um, DM us on Total Betty Pod. However, probably not a good idea just because Michelle does open those messages as well. So directly spoiler related and questions for the future, please email weareliarspod at gmail.com. It will be in the description for the episode as as well as all of our other links, our uh, our Patreon network, if that's something that interests you and um, you know, all that fun stuff. Yeah. And we hope you guys had a great summer and we're going to be so excited to be back with you guys in the fall this is a very fall heavy show lots of halloween goodness i love it so i'm really excited and cheers to us michelle because we did it yay yay cheers to five (laughs) cheers to five baby number five yes thanks so much for listening to we are liars a pretty little liars podcast if you'd like to join in on the fun email we are liars pod at gmail.com if you want to check out our shows on Instagram, we are at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora.